Chocolatito Fuentes Post Fight Thoughts. Dun dun dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before I jump into this really quick, I just want to say follow me on Twitter, FightJunkie.com, listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So Chocolatito came back, he got the fifth round stoppage, uh, pretty much we capped it spot on, which is always a good thing. I said the the other thing we were looking at in the uh, pre-fight podcast was how he actually looked. So I want to go over that really quick since I have like 90 minutes before the Triple G fight pops off. So how did he look? Well, I gave him all the rounds up until the stoppage. I thought his technique looked fine. Uh, mentally, he looked fine to me. He was aggressive. He was throwing his punches with bad intentions. Uh, his footwork looked good. His defense looked pretty good. Um, he did take a couple body shots, I thought, that got his attention. I won't say that hurt him, but definitely that got his attention. But that was pretty much going to happen with the way he was thrown. He was throwing a large amount of punches, and sometimes you get caught in between. Um, he pretty much overwhelmed Fuentes, just like we thought he would. The one thing that was evident and on display was what we talked about, and that was his lack of punching power at Super Flyweight. Uh, Fuentes had been stopped three out of five going in, so that's now four out of six losses he's been stopped. That's including the Chocolatito loss. Uh, So it's not like he had a chin of granite, but you could see that those punches to the face really didn't do a lot of damage early. Like, he was getting hit a lot. I actually prefer Chocolatito's left hook to the body, and that's something I'm a big advocate for, is fighters that don't necessarily have a lot of punching power to go to the body, because you don't need a lot of punching power. All you need is to put that shot in there perfectly, and anybody will go down. So he was doing that well. In fact, he was doing everything well. If I'm going to be honest with you, he was doing everything right. Like this was, I told you guys going in, this was the perfect style for him to come back and look impressive. And he did that. He had to do that. We would have had concerns if he didn't do that. So he did what he was supposed to do. Now the knockout shot, well, that's an important shot because basically what he did was he threw the hook and then he shifted his weight pivoted his hips, came back with the right hand, boom. Fuentes was actually trying to throw his own right hand at the time, and he just got beat to the punch, and boom, lights out. Was he going to get a stoppage? I think he was, but we were already in the fifth round. Again, it was only a 10-round fight. I think he would have worn Fuentes down eventually and probably got him on the, out of there somewhere around 7 or 8. Um, it probably would have been like a referee stoppage just because Fuentes was taking a lot of punches. I, I have to say I was impressed with Gonzalez's mentality there because he threw a lot of punches. He wasn't hesitant. He went right into the fire, and he fought Fuente toe-to-toe. And that was something I thought was good with the style matchup, not only because I thought Chocolatito was much better, not only because I thought the inside distance was a gift, because it was going to force... Chocolatito to fight. So we were going to see what he was all about. And he showed that he still has the will and he definitely still has the technique and the skills. Everybody's always thought he's very skillful. It's just that we think at this point he's probably too high in weight. And that's the problem when you run into guys like Soren Visai because 
So in Visa, I can take his punches. And Chocolatito, who's only like 5'3", has a very, very hard time taking Soren Visai's punches. And that's why I think he should definitely stay away from Soren Visai. If he's going to stay in this division, I think he has to avoid him. Because even though he's technical, even though he has awesome skills, even though he has a great left hook to the body. And you saw tonight, if he catches you, I mean, the man, you know, he, he does know how to place his punches. But with those bigger guys, he just doesn't have the same effect. You guys could kind of see that tonight with Fuentes. Like early on before the knockout shot, Fuentes was taking those. And I'm not just talking about single shots. It was two, three, four punches clean on the chin and not even really moving. He just laid there up against the ropes and sometimes even fired back with his own offense. I was more impressed with the left hook, actually. I thought he might be able to drop Fuentes and even knock him out with the left hook before we got the knockout shot, which was the right hand. But I was impressed with the way he was digging that over and over. So you can't really fault Roman here. I don't I don't really think there's a lot I can gripe on. I always look at afterwards, like, what did I cap wrong? What could I have capped better? Was there just something out of the ordinary, out of the ordinary that I didn't expect? And pretty much this one went the course that we thought it was. Uh, hopefully everybody jumped on that. Uh, again, I think it was a beautiful line. Um, I think going forward, you're going to have to look at look at the matchup that Roman is in. Honestly, like, is he fighting a big guy? You know, he's small even for the division, so it's a 115-pound limit in, in title fights. Fuentes weighed in 116, but they allow a pound over non-title. But, um, you know, who is he fighting? What type of fighter is he fighting? Because technically it would be hard to beat Roman. But with that lack of punching power, if you've got a guy in there, say, who's like Fuentes, and but brings, you know, a really good amount of power, then you have to always worry about Roman getting caught in, in between one of those combinations that he's thrown. And so in Visa, was very good at doing that. He basically was able to walk through everything that Roman threw at him. And when he threw back at Roman, Roman couldn't take it. So that's the problem I think you have to look at going forward. Now, is every fighter that Roman faces going to be able to do, do that? Obviously, no. But it's something you need to look at. And of course, if if we get decent lines on Roman going forward, then we'll go ahead and make our predictions and do some capping. But I think after this fight, if they match him up with somebody on the same level as Fuentes or even maybe a little higher, I don't think we're probably going to get a decent line on him anymore. Like I said, straight, he was really high. I wouldn't have advised that simply because the risk versus reward we always talk about. But inside, we got a gift this time, and again, it opened lower. But we can't count on that every time. So we got to make sure that if we're taking Roman, that we're very confident and that we've capped it correctly to make sure if we have to lay a higher line on the inside or even a decision that we've got our ducks in a row and we've capped it as accurately, as honestly as we can because I could see somebody getting burned there. And, and that could be either way, like... You're taking him by KO now because of his one-punch KO of Fuentes. But if you look at that, how it was going, could have went some more rounds. I think it was going to, again, I think he was going to stop him. But I think we were going to go more rounds. And in a 10-round fight, when you're talking seven or eight rounds, we're getting towards the end there. It was just because he had done so much accumulation already during that 
four round process, five round process that I thought the writing was on the wall. But if it had been a little more competitive, if Fuentes had better defense, then you could have seen this fight going rounds and going rounds and going rounds. And that could be a problem because to me, Fuentes was the perfect matchup. He was, uh, he's literally just like a punching bag, man. He takes a lot of damage and that's no knock. That's just a style. It's one of the reasons I really enjoyed this line on Chocolatito is because Chocolatito, as you saw, throws combination punches and he's technically sound. So I thought even if he's not going to one punch bomb him, which he did end up doing, but he that accumulation over and over, like there's a big talent gap. Eventually, usually somebody will step in, whether it's a corner, a ref, or like I loved his body work. So maybe you get a body shot knockdown and the ref's like, okay, kid, that's enough. So that was something that I thought he did well tonight with. Overall, I would grade him an A+. He came back from that knockout loss, which was a question. We spoke about that in the uh, predictions podcast. We weren't sure how he was going to respond mentally, even physically. Like I said, I didn't see anything in his chin that made me worry. Uh, Fuentes didn't hit him too much, but Chocolatito kept his defense up well. He did take a couple body shots, like I said, that I thought uh, got his attention. But overall, I mean, it was an A-plus performance, and I'm excited to see what else he brings in his next fight. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.